0: Riverside.
1: Hello, and welcome back to the Sad Fan, where we talk about the good, the bad, and everything that made us sad from the previous week. Uh, sometimes in sports, and sometimes we waver and get a little off topic. But again, like we talked about last week, we kind of have a sports equinox, and uh, tomorrow and Thanksgiving look chock full of just a ton of events. Uh, thanks to the World Cup. And, you know, seamlessly that leads me to what makes me sad. I'm so sad the USA didn't finish off Wales. Uh, Greg Berhalter drives me absolutely nuts as a head coach. Um, he is frustrating. And any time a coach has that uh, air of I know more than you and I'm so much better than you, at co-, and they, and then they don't win. That's my issue. Like, if you do that and you win, I will shut up. I will bow down. I will genuflect before you, but if you don't fucking win, sorry, already cursing. But if you don't win, you just look like an arrogant idiot. Like that's what Berhalter looks like to me through all of qualifying, and he could be like, "Well, I led us to qualifying when we didn't qualify in 2018, right?" He can say that, and I could be like, "Yeah, but you also finished third in your group after beating Mexico three times in a row. You still finish third in your group, okay? Which means you lost to the teams you're supposed to beat." You just happened to beat the teams that we're supposed to be. A country of
0: 300 plus million, one of the most diverse countries. We should be qualifying for the World Cup every damn year.
1: Every year? Exactly. We're so far behind. Go
2: ahead, Chelsea. I mean, his only credentials really seem to be that he's played in a World Cup before. Like, (laughs) what, what else are you bringing to the table? Like, when I was watching the USA Wales game, that's all they had to say about him as a coach, not like. You know, he's super inspirational or, you know, he seems to have like a lot of like amazing technical skills that he's passed on to his players or any advice on how to. It it was just he's been here before, so he knows what it's like for these guys. And I'm sorry, that doesn't translate just as we've seen with plenty of other sports where people who have won championships as a player don't exactly have whatever it is as a coach. To translate that into I play success, ball, as so therefore a coach. that
1: makes me qualified to teach team ball. But Gio Reyna, who was the player, we were all kind of like, "Why are they not putting Giovanni Reyna in the game when we need one more goal? We just we just need one more goal. Put our, our one of our best goal scorers, one of our best young prospects in the game, right? So he comes out with a statement because <laughs> the speculation started: is he injured? Yeah. Is he not fit? Right? And he comes out and his statement is, "I'm hundred percent healthy." Of course, it's his decision, referring to Greg Berhalter, what he does with the team. Uh, I can't speak to why Coach did what he did, but I am good to go. And I'm like, yeah, he's yeah. lost the locker room. If, if a player comes out and says that, it's it's over. Uh, some of the subs made sense. Yedlin for Sergio Des made sense. Taking out McKinney for Aronson made sense because those two players were injured. Um, I don't even mind Kellen Acosta coming in for Yunus Musa. The, where I start to have issue was we start to get Jordan Morris coming in. Um, and we had uh, – there was another player that came in that I did not like. I was I was pretty mad at. But um, – oh, God, why is it slipping my mind now? Anyway, oh, 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 uh, Haji Wright. I didn't want Haji Wright to come in the game. Uh, I wanted um, one of the other strikers on the roster to come in, uh, not Haji Wright. I think it was Gio Reyna. I was like, why are we not putting in Gio Reyna instead of Haji Wright, right? And then, and then Morris – Jordan Morrison, it's just... It, Greg Berhalter is so frustrating. And obviously, like, they, they should have expected Wales to come out at halftime ready to rule. But it almost looked like it caught them off guard. Like, they were not prepared, right? I mean, well... So,
0: yeah, because Wales was playing, like, defensive the entire first half. And obviously, they're not going to do that when they're yeah. down in the second half. Like, they should be prepared for a more, like, physical attack. And
1: they weren't. Yeah, and... Everybody's all over Zimmerman. Walker Zimmerman played an excellent game until that tackle. Yes, it was a terrible play. Terrible play, right? Yeah. But Gareth Bale, people don't understand. Gareth Bale is a superstar. He's legitimately yeah. a superstar. And he set that up from the beginning. And Walker Zimmerman, though he played amazing that game, is not a superstar. And Gareth Bale set that up, set that up, set that up and then boom, got exactly what he was looking for inside the box. And it was a, it was a it was a brain fart by Walker Zimmerman to make that tackle inside the box when the player had his back to him, but it's not his fault. They tied that game. It was, I I put it all on Greg Berhalter, to be honest. Um, Christian Pulisic was getting bullied the whole game. Mm -hmm. Um, It was so funny. One of my favorite sports reporters, uh, Mina Kimes, she'll never watch this, but I love her. I love her work. I think she's an amazing reporter, but her tweet was, I started off this game like maybe I'll watch team USA you know, 30 minutes ago. Me now. If you don't stop bullying Christian Pulisic, I will threaten you with violence.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and it was funny because. I mean, the guy yeah, go came ahead.
2: out of that game just looking like he was battered. Yeah. I mean, he was, wasn't just like tired and sweaty, you know, from a game. He was, he just looked like he had been in an American football game yeah. without pads or a helmet. He, he took a lot.
1: So speaking of American football, Chelsea, uh, we could talk about European football all day and we will towards the end of the podcast. So stay tuned if you want more FIFA chat. But what made you sad?
2: So what made me sad? And apparently you guys in the, you know, in our meeting beforehand had said that there were reasons for this. So it was just the general fan experience for the for the Niners Cardinals game down in Mexico City. I love Mexico City. I've been there a few times. I think it is a gorgeous space. Um, I have not been to Stadio Azteca, but to see <laughs> chain link fences separating every like every area with razor wire on top in some areas, not all of them, but if you were anywhere besides like the boxes or down in the very front row, so you know, the average man who's traveling internationally for this experience, you were greeted I, I don't even know how to. Welcome this. to it's hell, bitch. Yeah, <laughs> was saying, it, looks, it, looks, <laughs> it looks. more like an, like the MMA octagon, yeah. than like, you know, like a regular seat. And yes, there was, there have been some horrible incidents in this stadium, due to you know. Um, mexican soccer and the fans uh, i'm sorry is is mexican soccer
1: different from any other soccer i just need clarification (laughs) 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 it (laughs) it, does it have a little bit more
2: spice
1: (laughs) play with sombreros
2: on um so as a fan who's traveling internationally like you really want to have like the full like the full experience right like you're paying a lot for these tickets you're paying for the airfare you're having to pay for your hotel so to get to a stadium and have it look more like the octagon from the MMA rather than oh, what you're used to is really kind of a strange thing for the NFL. Like I'm really wondering why they didn't have um, crews take down these these fences for this game, so that way American fans. Mexican fans, anyone who came into the city for this game would be able to enjoy the the experience of being at the game without, you know, an obstructed view and without, I don't know, barbed wire in your face. It just seems a little bit crazy to me that, that this was kind of allowed to pass and like having everyone kind of cordoned off into these zones. So um, I really hope that, you know, as we look to having games abroad more often that there really is kind of a little bit better control by the NFL of what the event is supposed to be like in terms of the fan experience and just the setting in general, Um, you know, as we've seen sometimes host nations are not exactly um, amenable to (laughs) certain (laughs) requests by the governing body of that specific sport, but you would, think with the amount of revenue and tourism dollars that they are bringing into these countries in a post-COVID world that, you know, they would be more or less on board for at least a temporary removal of, you know, the (laughs) chain-link fences.
1: I I, I totally agree with it, but I think we're going to take what we can get for now to expand the NFL game, Right. Because the goal is to have, I think he wants it to be a worldwide game. I think Roger Goodell Mm -hmm. looks at the NFL and how much money it makes every year in America. And he's like, man, if only we could expound upon this and make it a worldwide game. And like Wes said, in Germany, huge game in Germany. Everybody showed out. Mm -hmm. Everybody loves it there. Um, But you don't want to grow too fast, I think is the caution, right? Don't grow too big too fast. So. So, and ahead. that's
2: not like that's not what I'm suggesting at all because I, I understand what, what you're saying. And I, I mean, the Mexican fans looked amazing, like they were totally decked out, showed up for the Niners, a little less so for the Cardinals. But yeah, you know, that's kind of understandable these days. But I'm what I'm saying is when you are kind of like renting, you know, the space. That there should be, you know, some some concessions made as to what that space will look like for your specific event, whether it's a concert or, you know, an, an NFL game. You make some small changes to the space that you're in, and it was just interesting to see that that hadn't been made. I'm not saying that, you know, when you go into another country, we need to be all American imperialistic capitalists about it, but, you know... We could try to, you know, request a few things here and there.
1: Um, yes, we're not trying to take over their country via American <laughs> football, um, but
2: but but maybe we are.
1: You we're know, we should have put in better <laughs> waiver requests and uh, requests for their teams. Less <laughs> <west. laughs> screw you, right? And I think that leads us to what makes him sad. <laughs> screw me. Fantasy football <laughs> made me sad. Um,
0: I lost with. Uh, let's see. Uh, my opponent had. Um, Three people on bye and one on injured reserve. And I still lost because they had Travis Kelsey and Chris Olave, which combined for 300 points on their team because we have a weird scoring. Um, Meanwhile, Justin Jefferson and CeeDee Lamb laid an egg. So, I mean, I I literally lost to someone who doesn't even pay attention.
1: The the only difference in scoring is that everything's a point, right? It's not like half points and things like that. It's just everything's a point. Yeah. It's a point. Um, every catch is a point. It just makes it so much simpler. I know. Oh my god, it's not traditional. The scores too high. It's it's literally so easy. Everything's yeah. a point. That's how it's how you add it up. But um,
2: the whole thing's make believe, anyways. Yes, so I mean, yeah. what's, total <laughs> scores
1: end up being like ten <laughs> times. Than normal, digit- but it's. Yeah. It's fun yeah. to look at though. It is fun to yeah. look at. Eight hundred points. points. But yeah, what's what's funny is I know the audience isn't in on it, but we're gonna expand this. We're gonna allow audience participation in this league. It was kind of experimental for the sad fan, because when we were getting kicked off, we didn't know how steady the ship was going to be. And it's, you know, it's, it's it's been a success beyond what I thought it would be. Um, and we're still growing, as, as you guys can see. Uh, please subscribe uh, to all of our properties. <laughs> we have a new property coming out here in a couple weeks, which is very exciting, called uh, Popcorn and Beers. So check it out. Uh, it's going to be a movie review podcast, and it's uh, a little bit different scoring system. We rate movies by... Uh, One, popcorn, it's terrible. Two, a popcorn and a beer means it was serviceable. Popcorn, three beers. Hey, really, really good movie. Popcorn and three beers. It was amazing. Can't believe how great this movie is. Go see it. Get drunk. I will say this. My team was terrible. I was ranked eighth when we drafted. Uh, No, seventh. Luckily, I was drafted behind Josh, who literally just based on, that player looks like he could play football. Josh is on our Gort property, so please check out Gort. Right? So, and I was very disappointed. But then my team actually works out very well for the scoring system where every point's a yard or or, everything's a point. Wherever, like PPR, right? One point for PPR, one point per yard. Because I went ahead and drafted a running quarterback. So I get (laughs) yards for every run he gets. Uh, I've got receivers that just catch the ball. Uh, I had DeAndre Hopkins on my bench for six weeks waiting for him to be able to play. And it's it's a George Kittle for four weeks waiting him for to be able to play. Uh, so it's 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 crazy because I have now passed West. I mean, technically
0: we're tied. I have a little more points than me, but that's because I was I forgot to set my lineup for two weeks while I was in Europe because the whole time change just screwed with me and I kept forgetting. So that's my excuse. Yeah, this is the sad fan, so I'm gonna cry to being in Europe.
1: Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) being in Europe, you know, time changes. Can't relate. I mean, you're used to um, it now, so I don't but... want to hear about it.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. That does you sound like to a sad to
0: adjust. It. Before you had to start playing fantasy, okay?
2: Well, next year you'll be fun fact. It. Fun fact: If you put a reminder on your calendar and then your phone automatically updates its time zones, it'll oh, remind you know. at the right time. I'm not about to make time freaking
0: time calendar time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> events for <laughs> fantasy. <laughs>
2: For
0: fantasy. I'm not that hardcore. I will <laughs> not you I you're losing. I haven't done any trades this year. I haven't even thought about doing a trade. I haven't either. I
1: wrote it out because I'm good at fantasy football. But the Eagles are still weird. They almost lost to Jeff Saturday's Colts. And I don't think Jeff Saturday's a great coach by any means, but maybe just a great motivator, maybe a legend, right? That was a weird one. The I mean- Vikings.
0: In the NFL, like, let's be honest, like, a team can be competitive even without a head coach or like just with anybody at that point.
1: I think that's more NBA, Wes. I really do. I think that's more the NBA. I think the NBA, if you have a couple superstars, you're going to be great. But I don't think, I think Well, yeah, the you need a couple. Well, well, like, I mean, absolutely with, with your coordinators and stuff
0: like that, like, that head coach okay. role, like, Obviously, a great head coach makes an entire difference, but like a team can still be competitive with other teams in the NFL with just like the coordinators doing their job. Are they going to win it? Are they going to win? Yeah, I mean, and, and you see that? Out,
1: no, but... no, you see you see that in the NCAA. That's what Saban does. Saban is a great head coach, but Saban decks out his defensive coordinator position. Yeah, and is all, yeah, he's been doing that for years. Where like right now, I think it's Bill O'Brien. Right, former NFL head coach, former head coach of Penn State. Like, um, I don't think Bill O'Brien's a great coach at all, but he's won a couple Super Bowls with the Patriots. He's been tapped to be a head coach in a couple yeah. of different roles. So he, he does it all the time with coordinators. So I don't think you're wrong. I thought you were saying just, like, roll oh, the no. ball out there and no. the players can play. <laughs> I
2: was going <laughs> to say, there's way too many moving parts.
1: Yeah. yeah. Like, different shifts, especially with where defenses are and offenses are now. I think you you only have a few seconds to really get your – uh, no. team yeah, in order, the, right? the, And I think if it was all players, you'd see so many Yeah, because the, the coordinators like
0: know enough of what they're doing. I mean, and for the most part, most of the coordinators like, a lot of them could like step into a head coach role for the most part.
1: Yeah, yeah. I would agree to that. I, I would agree to that. And then yeah. uh they might fail yeah. miserably, like Josh McDaniels does for the Raiders, but that's another topic for another day. Um So, yeah.
2: But they won!
1: They did! They beat Mr. <laughs> Unlimited! And apparently it's unlimited <laughs> how That's that he right. like I I I think he forgot to understand that when he went to Denver, he still had to play other football teams. And they're pretty good I, out there as well. You know? His coach is a hack. Get it?
0: Uh, uh, I think the best meme I saw I, I sent it to you, Fry, but um it was it was the scene from Austin how oh, Powers, Powers. he's like when he's backing up the <laughs> golf cart in that little narrow hallway. And, uh, yeah. and and someone put Russell Wilson's face on it, and every time he hit the wall, he would say, "Broncos country,
1: let's ride. Broncos country, let's ride."
0: It was hilarious.
1: You also get uh, the one I like too is uh, they got him on the quarter horse. They they put his body on a quarter horse, <laughs> and it's Broncos country, let's ride on one of those little quarter horses that like goes up and down outside of like <laughs> <Yeah>. convenience stores. <laughs> like you know, his defense hates oh, yeah. him. His defense hates him, just like in Seattle. And um, all that talk. I mean, now that Geno Smith is doing what he's doing, I feel like if you just had an above-average quarterback for the Legion of Boom and Marshawn Lynch, that team would have done it. That team would have been great, you know? I mean, uh, probably well, one more at Super the time Wars.
0: But, I mean, I, I think it's just falling off of the cliff yeah, that, very fast.
1: You know what? You're right. That audible from the run at the goal line was such a great call in that second Super Bowl. Do you want me to log off? I'll log Hopefully off at the Russell <laughs> <laughs> um, but oh, man. speaking of that division, I guess we can come back to uh, the Vikings here in a minute because that's another team where we were all trying to figure out if they were for real or not. Their their point differential is wild, right? They're I think they're uh, what eight and two now, but their their point differential is they're like negative like forty points at <laughs> well, yeah, this they game.
0: Slapped by the Cowboys. <laughs>
1: Yeah, but to be 8-2 and two and have a negative point differential, that's really nuts. Like, that's really telling, right? Um, but we talked about Mexico game. The Cardinals didn't show up, and the Cardinals look like Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury's on his way out after feuding with his players, feuding with Kyler yeah. Murray. Um, they just is, resigned Kyler Murray. Yeah, so,
0: well, I was going to say go that's crazy because... Uh, like, I I originally doubted the Kingsbury hire when he, uh, after he got fired from Texas yeah. Tech, but, like, the first few years, like, the Cardinals improved quite a bit. And I was like, wow, maybe this like, yeah. might work out. And then yeah, it's just out. like this year. I mean, last year they were still pretty competitive, but this year it's, like, just been trash.
1: I think he's a one-trick pony, like Josh McDaniel. It's like his system or the highway. But the problem is if you don't adjust in the NFL. Coaches, Wes. Catch yeah. up to you, right? And they <laughs> and, and it happens to Cliff Kingsbury. It seemed like, you're right, he was good at the beginning of seasons. But at the end of every season, the Cardinals would just fall off a cliff. And I think that's yeah. coaching.
2: Yeah.
1: Right? Like, he's he's not keeping up with what's going on. And I think he competed against one of the best NFL coaches in <laughs> Kyle Shanahan. Uh, I love Kyle Shanahan. I've loved Kyle Shanahan for a very long time. I, I think he's an amazing head coach. He's up there with the Andy Reeds of the world for me and how he schemes and how he's able to put a team on the field. Um he does it with Jimmy G, who I don't think is a great quarterback, but he looked really good against the Cardinals, right? What'd he throw? Four touchdowns, three to uh or two to George Kittle, who let's be honest, George Kittle's gonna make any quarterback look good when George Kittle's healthy. <laughs> um he, that guy's a monster. Yeah. Um but I, I think the 49ers, in my opinion, just watching them when healthy, I think they're the best team in the NFC. I don't think the Cowboys are. I think the Cowboys are great. Wait, wait, wait.
0: The I NFC I think, not just the NFC West. No, the NFC. I think
1: they're the best team in the NFC. When healthy, when healthy, to be clear.
2: Okay.
1: Uh, I I do. I, I think they can compete with anybody when healthy. Like that. I mean, yeah,
0: they can compete amazing. with anybody. But are they the best team? No. They're good.
1: They're, they're the I best team. team? Well, I think they're better the than the Bucks. Yeah. Yeah, it's not the Bucs. I'm with Chelsea. It's not the Bucks <laughs> at all. You think they're better than their record? Who's the best team in the NFC?
0: Talk to me, the Eagles. Yeah, Eagles. Exactly. talk to me. The Eagles struggled the last two weeks, but I
1: that's, mean, I mean they're good, they're man. Good. They're good, but
2: they're yeah.
1: I I don't know. They almost lost to the Colts, man.
2: Yeah, the timing's working out for them really well to wrap things up at the end of the season. I mean, and I mean, we, what we you accomplished have, like, in the beginning of the season means have absolutely nothing. It's still how you a lot the of blast. time
0: for them Oops. to get injured some more.
1: <laughs> <laughs> to Get injured some more. That's great analysis, Wes. Oh,
0: that's what you wow. Chelsea said. You, you,
1: <laughs> There are so many Sundays. Like for he said, <laughs>
0: they're starting to get healthy at the right time to make a push for the playoffs. And I'm like, there's still a lot
1: of seasons. There's still a lot of seasons left. There, There is, there is, but a lot of these divisions look locked up. Like, okay, you got the NFC North. You think the Vikings are better than the 49ers? Cause I don't.
2: No, not after that, that trash showing so, this week. I don't think Kirk like, Cousins only being being able,
0: her Cousins is not good. Yeah.
2: Only being able to <laughs> score a field goal, one field yeah. goal against the Cowboys. Like I if it was a competitive game, maybe, you know, we would be having a different conversation. But I think that one really showed them for what they are. And it's it's not looking good. They played that game at home, they had everybody there. It was it was just a disaster. So I think like it seems like they're kind of holding themselves together with just like some
1: do you want to know who's better I than the 49ers? Who? Seahawks. I mean, I don't I don't think the Seahawks are better <laughs> than the 49ers. But, no. like, really quick, before we get too far away, I don't think that Mike McCarthy should be able to outcoach the Vikings team. Okay? Mike McCarthy is not a good head coach. I'm sorry, like, Super Bowl champion. He had Aaron Rodgers in the best Aaron Rodgers we've ever seen. Uh, who played in all domes going up to that Super Bowl, okay? Um, and and here's the thing. Let me, let me tell you, Hawkinson, tight end. They traded for him, okay? Then you've got Jefferson, okay? You've got Adam Thielen. You've got K.J. Osborne. You've got Dalvin Cook. If you can't win with that, like, name a team that has offensive weapons like the ones I just named. Maybe the Cowboys, the team they played against, but even then, like, no, Pollard's not uh, – Pollard is not Dalvin Cook. Ezekiel Elliott is not Dalvin Cook, okay? Uh, Phelan is better than the 49ers' second – or pardon me, than the Cowboys' second-best receiver. K.J. Osborne's better than the Cowboys' third-best receiver. C.D. Lamb and George, uh, and Jefferson are yeah. close, right? Jefferson, obviously, has yeah, more Jefferson's production, good. but I think it's – as, as far as talent level, though, is what I'm saying. Yeah, definitely, as far as production's concerned. Jefferson's been the better wide receiver in the NFL, but I think CeeDee Lamb is yeah. equally as talented uh, as Jefferson. So, so I, I'm just thinking, like, there's a coaching issue going on in Minnesota or there's a quarterback issue quarterback. going on in Minnesota? Because that defense is still good. Quarterback. Go yeah, mean,
0: Kirk Cousins has been yeah. wildly inconsistent his entire career. I mean, he's had streaks where he's been really hot and streaks where he's sucked. And he just sucked. Quite mm-hmm. well, terrible.
1: Yeah, and then we we can drop down into like the the East or part of me, which is where they played. And you've got the Eagles, the Cowboys, and the Giants, which it looks like all three teams are getting into the playoffs at this point. Because you look yeah. at the other divisions, and it's going to be a division winner out of the NFC South, probably the Buccaneers at this point, or five and five, and it's probably going to be a division winner in the NFC West, probably the 49ers. Like I'm sorry, Seahawks, I don't I don't think they're as good as the 49ers you're
2: wrong. Yeah. That's well, in you like
1: right.
0: just looking
2: at the NFC East, it is way <laughs> more competitive than any like any other division right now. I mean, but no, I mean the Commanders are somehow miraculously sitting at 6 and 5 and they're at the very bottom of this division, which I mean, I've seen some games. They don't look terrible. They certainly look better then she, oh, Jesus! I, think everyone in the NFC South, even the Buccaneers, even the Buccaneers, yeah. Oh, Buccaneers. I, feel, I feel like Buccaneers
0: are starting I, to get I mean, hot. We'll see. We'll um, see what they do after after their bye week. But
1: I, yeah, they're another team that's I, not healthy.
2: Well, they aren't healthy, which is part of it for sure. But they also just kind of look like they're
0: well, like I, they don't so, care. I think.
2: Like that, they're like that. They're just there because they're supposed to be winning, but like not that they're. I
0: think really the further like away Tom Brady it, gets like, from his divorce, the better he's going to get.
2: No, but the stress you know, of divorce, yeah, the, the stress of divorce sucks, go, and so
0: I think the further he gets away yeah. from that, I think it's going to be a weight off of his chest, and he's going to start playing better.
1: I think we're all forgetting a couple things here with Tampa. Okay, you, and that is the couple things. Are the offensive line, the offensive line, and the offensive line, all right? One, the offensive well, line is hurt. Yeah. Two, his one of his guards retired at the age of twenty-eight. Three, the center has been hurt most of the year. Okay, that that offensive line has been trash. Right. and Tom Brady can't move. He can't he's move. Not been able to move, like well, a couple weeks ago, did you see him go out for that pass and fall down?
0: <laughs> oh, the uh, when when he was the no, receiver. I didn't catch that. Yeah. Yeah, he went up for the pass. And he <laughs> yeah, he <filled> it. <laughs> but did you see did you see the, the leg tackle he made? That was pretty good. I was impressed. He tripped up the dude, who picked it off.
1: It was very, very vivid the way you painted
0: that. Pistol. I remember watching and I was like, wow, that was pretty good. He did like a little jujitsu like leg takedown.
1: Okay, alright. So leg whipping. But um no, it's, it, I get where you're coming from. You're like, that was an athletic yeah. play from Tom Brady, a 45-year-old man. And and I'm teasing. He's more athletic than <laughs> me. What am I going to say? Like, he's fucking he's yeah. Tom Brady, you know? We got to get our sh- – look, he's been perfect his whole career. We got to get our shots <laughs> in where we can. It looks like it's the end of the road. Hashtag yeah. boys the men. All right? So, uh, you're right. The NFC South, though, even taking into account Tampa's starting to come on, I don't think they have a shot at the Super Bowl. I don't think any team in that division has won no. the Super Bowl. I do think now coming back to the NFC West. I don't think, man, the Seahawks—they're just performing above expectation, and I think you know it, even though you're locked up in yeah. the fandom.
2: Yeah, no, they're definitely punching above weight. They're I like, mean, I'd say they were tools they have, and it's they are like performing
1: kinda... above
0: expectations. Well, but I think nice that's watch. just because we didn't realize how much Geno's improved. To fight. Like, I mean, I don't think <laughs> anyone There's realized logical like, from last this year, his improvement has been like, it's probably been like one of the biggest differences that I've ever seen in my lifetime of watching football of like one season to the next.
1: In the oh, NFC West. I just want to there, touch
0: on they, one more thing with the NFC West. Well, we're coming back to the NFC Screw West. The Screw the Rams. Screw the Rams. I'm glad they suck. I hate them. We're hate
1: coming them. back. I promise. Yeah, we're going to talk about the Rams, <laughs> um, the Super Bowl champions. That was perfect timing. All right, so uh, the Vikings, I think after what we saw Sunday, I don't think they're a Super Bowl contender. I think with Kirk Cousins, he's a liability. I don't think he can perform in prime-time games or big games, right? He needs the conditions to be absolutely perfect to play well, and that's not a recipe for a Super Bowl because guess what? There's going to be things that happen to you on your way to the Super Bowl that are not perfect or ideal. And then guess what the second-place team is in? He needs needs stones. What do you guys think the NFC North's second-place team is? Logically,
2: Packers. I would think the Packers. The Lions? But it's not. No. It is not.
1: It's the Lions. It's the, Lions. <laughs> the, Lions. Moment, the, the moment Chelsea said logically, Wesley goes, I think he logical, Lions. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they just beat the, <laughs> they just beat yeah. the Giants. That's a lot logical. Yeah, that yes. team is weird, man. It's like I think the, the American in me loves the underdog, right? I'm like, come on, Lions, you can do it. But I know they yeah. can't. Right? They've got Jared Goff at quarterback. They've got Dan Campbell at coach. Like, uh, it's it's just a team built for fun. Like, if we were, like, to take a Frankenstein machine, throw everything for fun into a machine, the Lions.
0: Well, it. It, it made me sad. So I went to the playoff game, like, several years ago when it was the Lions yeah. versus the Seahawks. And that made me sad that we were playing the Lions because I was like, I just feel bad because, like, I know we're going to beat them. Because I was like uh, the year after the Super Bowl, <laughs> I, just feel bad. I was like, I was like, they never Super make the playoffs, and we're just gonna like spank them out in the first round. I was like, sorry guys.
1: I was like, I wish you guys could make it a little further, but so the Rams, screw you Rams. I made I, I made um, what would you say like a a lofty prediction. I I don't think it's real at yeah, all. Come on, tell us. But I said, I, I think the Rams lose out because Stafford's hurt. They they don't have a shot. At making the playoffs at three and seven, and they draft a quarterback at trade away Stafford.
2: Which they probably picked CJ Stroud. The greatest college quarterback it? all the time. The how greatest
1: quarterback. I don't get it. I don't get
2: it. The world I, has ever seen I mean, I
1: have beat this dead horse <laughs> forever, right? So much so that on Twitter, right? Twitter's blown up like CJ Stroud's amazing. CJ Stroud makes all the throws. I've watched Ohio State <laughs> games. What do you see? They win. What do you see in Smith and. <laughs> You, no, you're seeing Harrison Jr. go up 10 feet high to make a catch because he, yeah. he sucks, all right? I'm sorry, you and he's going to suck all. in the NFL. I'm going to do this one more time for all you Ohio State zealots that don't know anything about what you're watching, but every player out of Ohio State is going to be great. Every player out of Ohio State, except for the defensive line, sucks, okay? Maybe a couple receivers. Their receivers right? are amazing. They Listen, suck. They, they had s- like three receivers drafted. Yeah, maybe away. a couple receivers.
0: doing great this year.
1: They've been doing great. Let's look at how many of them, you know, keep it going. Uh, Probably not many. But, all right. Like, yeah, every blind squirrel finds a nut, man. Every blind squirrel finds a nut. I'm sorry. They're going to have one good season. Their best player in the NFL is Denzel Ward, the Bosa brothers, and uh, Young when he's healthy. Who's been
0: hurt. Everyone else from Ohio
1: State sucks. He's a rookie. I'm I'm telling you, this is his first year. Hold out, hold out. Yeah, it's gonna last with Jameis Winston throwing in the ball. Get the hell out of here. Anyway, um, so again, every blind squirrel finds a nut. This is rookie season. I'm gonna tell you right now. I told you, Denzel Ward, the Bosa brothers, and Young. That's it. Okay. This is funny because I I'm hate the Buckeyes,
0: did. but man, your your like hatred
1: for like Buckeye NFL You're players no is like crazy. It's, <laughs> I. I, I hate Ohio State so much, and I hate saying hate, but yeah, I just, just I hate them. Their fans are annoying. They're always the best. You haven't played anybody. You haven't played anybody. And when you played against Northwestern, you should have lost. All right, congratulations. You smashed Indiana. Indiana well, <laughs> Maryland. That
0: <laughs> Maryland <laughs> game was pretty close.
1: Yeah,
2: was he, it? was. Oh, I forgot what's That's Maryland's point. Playing? That was Michigan. What, what's what's? They're not.
1: Oh. Right when they won the championship, well, I guess it was it was cool. I for guess them. we'll- go ahead, this yeah, weekend.
2: good for them. But <laughs> I, I mean, I guess this gives us something to fight about because I don't think Michigan is that yeah. great either. <laughs> I think they kind of suck. In a big way too, in the way that all Michigan definitely doesn't have a quarterback. Big Ten teams, (laughs)
1: those are some freaking suck. Michigan,
2: they will win by one point on the back of their kicker, and like, but here's the thing
1: with Michigan, phenomenal. They only won by one point because their running back has been amazing. Blake Corum has been out of (laughs) his mind.
2: Right, so they hand the ball off, so they don't have a quarterback. But every other game, Chelsea,
1: they've won by thirty points, except for this game. Where Ohio so, State
2: hasn't. Uh, Ohio State's have, won a lot
1: of games by 30 I see what
2: above. you mean. But they, they haven't played anybody. It's let's take a look. Syndrome.
1: Like, let's it's take a look at the syndrome. point differential between the two teams. I guarantee you Michigan has a significantly better you know, point
2: differential. I am not. I'm I'm saying they, they both <laughs> suck for the same kind of reasons.
1: You're saying they're both
2: so terrible and they're going to play each other, and it's going to just be terrible. You're basically saying they're going to play
1: each other to see who
0: I think that's going to be a really good him. game. And you know what? I think it's going to yes. be high scoring. <laughs>
2: exactly. Exactly. And while I hate SEC dominance of this, like, entire college football field, like, I will live to see one of them destroy either Michigan wow. or Ohio State because their fans have been insufferable. Both their teams suck and deserve a couple of different losses.
1: So
0: I mean, Georgia's going to win. I mean, Georgia's probably going to win the national championship, but I would love to see Michigan slap the hell so out you of got, an SEC team. What do you
1: got? You got TCU. You got TCU. Michigan. Thank you, Wes. TCU. That was interesting because Wes just gave us his prediction I mean, for this weekend because he just said, I would love to see Michigan slap the hell out of an SEC team, which means he thinks Michigan's going to beat Ohio State.
0: Well, I just said I would love to see Michigan do that. No, I would love to see Michigan do that because I fucking hate Ohio State. Same with you. So I would love to see Michigan, like last year Michigan beating Ohio State. That made me really happy. Because like I like okay, let's I have hope some really good again. friends that are. And Michigan then
2: let's fans. hope that and, they you know, beat that, Georgia. I'd like, like... like
0: to see Michigan do well. And I would love to see them beat Michigan. I would love to I would love to see them win the national championship, like outside of that like outside of Oregon. Um but like, I think Ohio State is a little bit better this year.
2: Bruh, your reasons for liking teams are always, like, just, like, I have a friend whose cousin went there, and, like, so now <laughs> no. i I just, I like seeing them win. What?
1: They're a fun team. You did the same thing for Virginia. Yeah, yeah. You did do, do the same about. thing for Virginia, Chelsea.
0: You oh, did I'm do the I'm same thing you a friend that for to. Virginia. It was cool. I'm okay. go, go cavaliers. I, 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 have, I have swords in my apartment now. Go cavaliers. I
2: have swords <laughs> in my apartment. <laughs> okay, fine. I said that Charlottesville has a soft spot in my heart. That's all I said. I need not to say that I am like their biggest fan or anything
1: but are you going back, back home, Cavaliers? That, <laughs> that was a great costume, though. That'd be a great costume idea. Um look, I wanna I want to get this out of the way with Ohio State because I, I I I think that Ohio State has a great system for quarterbacks. They're Texas Tech and the University of Houston. That's who Ohio State is for quarterbacks. I'm sorry guys, but I went back twenty years, twenty years to see. Has Ohio State had a good quarterback ever in the NFL? No, they haven't. Okay, they haven't had a good quarterback. I Wikipedia their full list of starting quarterbacks. Here are the ones that actually stood out to me that had good college seasons. Okay, Terrell Pryor became a wide receiver. Okay, Brax, uh, Braxton Miller became a wide receiver.
2: Wide receiver,
1: Cardell Jones. XFL. Okay? Uh JT Barrett. I don't even know if he like, exists. JT Barrett. I don't know if he exists. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Justin Fields. Transfer from Georgia. Can't throw, but runs the shit out of the ball. I love the way he runs. Love the way he runs. When he throws, 50-50. 50-50 might be complete, might not those. I mean, and then we had Rest in Peace. This has nothing to do with him as a human being. It's very sad that he passed on. Dwayne Haskins, all right? And we also saw how his career went. We all saw what happened in Pittsburgh. We all saw what happened in Washington. Ohio State does not produce NFL quarterbacks. That's it. Case point. It's over. I've got two decades of evidence, and I could go back three. I guarantee it,
0: all
1: right? They don't. So stop telling me C.J. Stroud's going to be great. Stop telling me he's amazing. They just don't produce great quarterbacks. He's going to get drafted, and he's going to be a disappointment. Sorry.
2: Yeah. I, I'm not saying that.
1: <laughs> get Ohio, I'm just done with this Ohio State shit. Like, I'm done with it. I argued with a guy a couple years ago. I told you guys about it, about how Saquon Barkley was better than Ezekiel Elliott. I called a, him a homer several times. Huh. Huh. Who's right today? Right. right. Are you weird? What are we
0: going to do if Ohio yeah. State wins the national championship and then CJ Stroud right. wins
1: MVP next year? He's not gonna win MVP as a rookie. I can't think of a time when that's happened.
0: Find um, rookie of the year.
1: But like, I'll eat, I'll eat this shirt. Okay. <laughs> no, you said find rookie of the year. No, he said find rookie of the year. Like last, like no. If he wins MVP, I'll eat this shirt. If he wins rookie of the year, we'll figure okay. it out. Okay. What's the most famous food in Ohio or whatever or the disgusting? No, food? No, I'll I'll you I want to eat fried care. crickets again. No, eat yeah,
2: <sighs> a bucket of buckeyes.
1: Oh, that nut? Who also, who names the fuck a fucking team out of a nut? Anyway, <laughs> um, so uh, that's my opinion on Ohio State. We're gonna get back to college football, but let's let's really quickly. We've got about fifteen minutes left in the show. Let's uh, let's hit it up with. I do think that the 49ers are probably top tier in the NFC. All right, I I, I I think when they're healthy, when they're healthy, I do think Wes is sticking with Seattle, which is weird because right. Seattle could lose this weekend. They could lose this week. Go Hawks. Right? Like, the, the Raiders are terrible. The Raiders are terrible, and admit that. But they could no, beat the Seahawks. No,
0: we, that's an easy dub for us. Easy is lofty. Easy dub. Uh, <laughs> Thanks for the dub. Thanks, Josh McDaniels.
1: Uh,
2: I'll be watching, and then we can discuss next week.
1: Yeah, but, again, 49ers, Shanahan is, is an amazing coach. He does amazing things. They've drafted very well. College football. Chelsea uh, hinted at it. Michigan last-second field goal for the win, but they weren't the only ones. West texted me in the middle of this game and goes, "I thought they were going to blow it." <laughs> Go ahead, West. TCU, ahead.
0: man. TCU, Baylor. That was. <laughs> that was. Yeah. I like. I can't even remember like what exactly happened like in the last play the, or like. Oh yeah, now I remember. So they were.
1: They didn't yeah, have any timeouts.
0: So they left. ran it. <laughs> they ran it with zero timeouts yeah. instead of like on third down. Instead of like throwing like a like little like out route or something like that. And they had to scramble to get the field goal team out there. And I was like, I was like, he's gonna miss this. I was like, he's got like five seconds to get lined up. And he makes it. He makes like forty eight yard field goal or something like that, bangs it through the uprights to keep TCU's undefeated yeah. season. I was like, what the hell just happened? The number of times the kickers miss those? Yeah. And- like in college it's probably like 80% of the time 90%. That was nuts.
1: No. Absolutely it was a wild game. It was a wild choice, right? Lots of coaches making questionable decisions. Yeah. This this last week is the theme. Uh, and then we had the Tennessee. Sorry Hooker. Yeah. The Ducks did but they're out of the playoffs, I think. Bresbel. Um and I think we're hoping for USC to win against Oregon um just to get the pack into the playoffs. You don't want to see the pack even in the playoffs? You want to see two SEC teams?
2: It I mean, is it, really if I can
0: – if, really like, able. it's a guarantee that Oregon still gets that Rose Bowl slot if USC goes to the
1: national championship, sure. The playoffs. Um, I don't think USC is going to the national championship. Or the playoffs. So here's, here's – you thing. want to – Shut up. So, so as we're talking about college football, I don't want – Tennessee, sorry, Hooker. It really Tennessee sucks. sucks. That, was um, crazy. that was That was some impressive offense yeah.
0: from – South Carolina and Spencer Rattler. I mean, they weren't like seven for seven for <laughs> touchdowns on their first like seven drives.
1: It was crazy. Yeah. So sometimes you got to find your footing. But what I was going to say is we we don't want to leave without that. Now I'll give you my perfect playoff scenario. Okay, uh, Georgia wins out. TCU wins out. Ohio State and Michigan play a really close game, and then whatever team there finish out the season without losing, moving forward. And then whatever team wins wins the Big Ten championship, and we get Ohio State and Michigan in That's what about my
0: Clemson?
1: ideal playoff. No, f- f- ACC sucks. All right, so Ungaaleli uh, is not good. Right? All right, I'm thinking so. Yeah,
0: USC, TCU, Michigan, Georgia. Okay, Chelsea.
2: I hope Michigan wins. Alabama,
0: Tennessee, (laughs) Georgia, LSU. No. (laughs) No. No. Virginia.
2: No. My nightmare fuel would be LSU somehow crawling, scratching, climbing his way back into this thing. I would rage, rage at it. Um, The only way is if they beat Georgia in the championship. Yeah. But that being said... um. I don't know. I do think that the top four is probably going to stay the top four, even with an Ohio State or Michigan loss, unfortunately. So I don't think we're going to see any major sea changes in you know what's what's happening here. But
0: I think we'll have some
1: surprises. I don't know.
2: It's it's still it's still always hard though as an Oregon fan to root against or to root for the university spoiled children. Yeah. it is just. One of those things that has been ingrained in you, you know. For the but you got to read for your conference time. to
1: make it, so we can have some parity. No, I
2: know. I I understand. They're leaving. <laughs> <laughs> He's bringing it back all the way back
1: to the beginning of the fan when West went on his rant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
2: they were they were they were the first to say, "Show me the money." Yeah. Right. They were Jerry McGuire and that crap and trying to find the door. So, I mean, yeah, another prime example of why it's hard to cheer for them. But, you know, if someone from the conference has to make it and it can't be Oregon, then sure, USC, like, woo.
1: So, so here's the thing. My ideal is I do I do think, like, that Wes's is, is the most realistic, but I I do think Oregon's going to beat USC because that's just how the pack works. The PAC-12, that's how I the PAC-12 works. It's like – they yeah, will, it's
2: always something. Yeah.
1: yeah, and I do think, like, oh, out of nowhere, even though Bo Nix is hurt, he's not, he, He's nicked up a bit. I almost said he's knocked up. <laughs> he's nicked up a bit. Uh, I do think that Oregon, somehow, because football happens, beats USC. I do think that happens, which eliminates USC, which is why I gave mine, which I think if it's a close game between Ohio State and Michigan, I don't see them losing again to anyone else. I do think as long as Georgia okay. does their job and beats LSU, it's – Georgia, and TCU wins out. Georgia, TCU, Michigan, Ohio State. So it would be Ohio State against – if the yeah. whole thing goes the way I hope it goes, it would be Ohio State getting their ass whooped by Georgia in round one, Michigan beating TCU in round one, and then Michigan-Georgia rematch of last year. Who does
0: TCU have next for their last game? You never know. Iowa State's yeah, a weird Iowa team, State man. Iowa State's, or State's another they one. Were, or was it, yeah. No, Iowa State beat Oklahoma State when they were undefeated
1: that one year. And uh, they lost out so, on the national
2: championship.
1: Yeah. So so as we, we wind down, we've got about five minutes left. Uh, I don't want to leave without saying, if you get a chance to go to YouTube and check out what happened to an Ole Miss football player when an Arkansas fan, after Arkansas beat Ole Miss and effectively eliminated Ole Miss from any playoff uh, implications as well, he ran down onto the field, stole the Ole Miss wide receiver's uh, helmet, and then ran away with it and was chased through the crowd by security. Yeah. Um, please watch that video but now on to football football or european football Football. uh cool news out of budweiser from all that though budweiser is going to give the winning club all of the beer that was slated to go to the world cup which is an estimated 75 million dollars worth of beer yes hats off to budweiser uh we had some fun we did have some fun now for all of that there has been some fun already saudi arabia's partying I love the video of the dude ripping the door off the hinges. Did you no. guys see that one yet? Uh, there's no. a video of a, like Saudi Arabia. They go nuts, right? And if you watch the background, one of the fans shakes the door and he rips his living room door off the hinges, <laughs> and he just carries it outside and sets it in the front yard. <laughs> and the house is partying, right? Oh, like, I'm sorry, like say what you want. I'm not gonna take away from somebody's feel good. I'm never going to take away – if that – man, that was so cool to see some people that happy.